good. That was a good little reminisce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Anna Lacoste. Um, can you give me uh, just not a summary or anything and not the thing, but just like give me a genre. What do, I need to mention drama. Okay. I thought it was a musical. I don't think so. Um, you would think it is because it stars two singers. Yeah. I don't think it is. Huh. Yeah. It'll be a pleasant surprise if it is. It will be. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the question we've put to ourselves. Are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we... And today... <laughs> and today we are talking about Anna Lucasta. Uh, it's 1958, written by Philip Jordan and directed by Arnold Laban, starring Eartha Kitt, Sammy Davis Jr., Frederick O'Neill, Henry Scott... And Rex Ingram. Okay. Synopsis, Tracy, go. Uh, <laughs> a year later. It's been okay. like 30 episodes of this point. Okay. Entering on a bar, we see a girl who is kind of loose, a drinker, goes with the flow. Not a good girl. We find out that she has been kicked out of her house because she's been loose. Loose as a goose. <laughs> there, this so her family finds out that a friend of the father's son is looking for a wife, and to a point where he'll pay money for a wife. Mm -hmm. So they decide that well, let's bring her back to the family and try to marry this girl off to get this money. She kind of has an on again, off again relationship with Danny. Danny, who's Sammy Davis Jr. and she kind of breaks up, not breaks up, but leaves him to go home with her father. And they, they realize that this, this guy who they thought they'd be able to pull one over on is actually very smart. So they're like, oh, this, is, this plan isn't going to work there. He's going to see that, you know, she's not, you know, wife material. But they actually end up falling for, in love with each other because mm -hmm. Eartha Kitt, Anna, is very honest with them. She's like, look, this is who I am take it or leave it. And he's like, but I, I'll, I'll take it because I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take the risk. He was very sweet. Very Meanwhile, sweet. her dad is a monster and basically really ruins is. her life and... And his. And the, the and guy Rudolph's. she's going to marry um, by turning, like, talking to his boss saying, you don't want to hire this guy because he's marrying a slut. Um, <laughs> what happened? And sorry, so not sorry. He, so <laughs> she finds out and basically, you know, timing it of, of it all is that... Sammy, Danny, Danny, and comes to basically rescue her. And she's like, he's like, you wrote me, you told me. And he's like, she's like, yeah, but I didn't realize I was going to fall in love. But he kind of does save her from her dad, who was basically ruining her life again. And they, she kind of goes off on the deep end and goes back to the drinking and the dancing and everything. And they need money to basically leave the town. So they go back to the house to get her trousseau. And in doing so, she finds her father on her deathbed, and he dies. And Sammy does the right thing. Danny does the right thing and kind of leaves, and she kind of goes back with Rudolph. We assume. Or, yeah, we have to be assume. to be assumed. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of just a uh, this poor girl, but we also find out that she didn't really do anything to deserve being kicked out of the house, right. and she becomes this person that her father thinks she is 
because she gets kicked out of the house, yeah. not beforehand. Yeah. So she got kicked out of the house supposedly because she had a boyfriend in high school. Right. And the father's unhinged. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, a he's unhinged. And, yeah. And yeah, and like he's, religious to a to yeah to an a extreme. bad degree. But like psycho. Yeah. And like also drunk. Do we mention drunk? He's a drunk. <laughs> he's a drunk. So yeah, yeah that was the story. It wasn't. It was kind of dark. Like it was. He, well, it was a drama. Like it was yeah. a drama, but. I mean, we were laughing. There were funny parts. Mm, um, lots of funny line, you know, one-liners. And, and I think everything we assume will turn out for the best. Yeah, we hope. Once I realized Frank was harmless, um, he was actually funny. Yeah. But it wasn't until after I realized he was harmless. Yeah. That's um, the brother-in-law. Yeah. I was getting like a family sitcom vibe. Um, yes. With the, when we got, there was a lot of, in the kitchen or in the house, family household, like, dialogue right and that even the the very first scene that we see the family interacting i was like this this is a real family this i feel this this is drama and all i've been in that conversation yeah they're talking to each other very familiarly and yeah relatable it was yeah yeah yeah. good synopsis thanks good job yeah i think that anna had a little bit of the alcoholism hand-me-down gene Mm-hmm. I just saw her going down a slippery slope. Right. And I was like, oh, she may or may not. Well, I think Danny saw that too. At yeah. The end. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I, I ended up liking Danny. At first I was like, I didn't think that father was going to be the person that I was going to be. So once he took the cane to the wedding cake, I was like, you're a monster. Oh, before that. But, but yeah. yeah, but when he went down and he was all like, it wasn't smug. until the cake was destroyed that a line was crossed the, for Serena. Yeah, the, the line, the line was crossed. He crossed a line, and he just didn't give. A, he didn't give a hoot. He was just like, oh, I'll just go down to the college. He was all sneakily listening from the other room. Oh, what's that? He's getting a job here. Let me go and like. He could barely get out of bed the day he, before. He but. was convinced to uh, go right? get her from the bar to bring her back home, but then when she was trying on her, I think her wedding dress. And she was like, oh, or sing me that song. And she like touched his shoulder and like, like he snapped. freaked out because yeah. this like, you know, hussy touched him. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, um, th- it wasn't just alcoholism. Oh, no, no, no. He had yeah. like something going well, on. Well, and I even like, think like Frank illness. in the first scene that we meet them, Frank was like, yeah, there's a psychotic side of it too. There's a psychosis <laughs> happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That They did mention that. I yeah. know. I just feel like, I don't know. I just question about people's upbringing when they come out like that. Like, how do you turn out like that? Like, was he just like beaten by a Bible as growing up? Could have been. Well, they talked about that. They talked, what did they talk? Wait, they mentioned something about that. Hang on, sorry. It was. He said oh, something about his father or something. About it, but his father was a drunk. Um, Stanley called his father a drunk. Yeah, but then he got upset about it. Like, don't call him that. Because he doesn't want to admit that he's a drunk, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah I just yeah. feel like he, he thought his daughter wasn't worthy of love. And once he realized that that whole sham of a marriage and, and this and that actually was real and it was legit, he was like, oh, hell no. We're putting an end to this. Mm-hmm. And... Like it's literally, one thing to try to get her away from him. It was it's another to actually sabotage her life. Oh, fully yeah. sabotage. Yeah, he was sick in the head. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of, like, family dynamics that go down. Yeah, there... Because I didn't under... Like, I said, like, okay, if she was his only daughter, I could kind, 
kind of understand how, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know why I, th- I think I could understand it better, but mm-hmm. he had an older daughter. He had a another daughter, daughter yeah. another daughter. And then I could understand it if, like you said, she pushed it away from the family, but then because she's like a burden or whatever, but now she's marrying a respectable man and that's being, everybody's every parent's dream, right? Right. right. Like yeah. I, I feel like she, he was ashamed because she would never be able to have that. But here she is, and she's allowed that. I don't know. Then he just went off the deep end. He, he did. He just. I, I read it as, um, the religious side. I read, I read it as she has sullied her name to the point where she's not going to get into heaven, and she's sullying our family enough that we're not going to get into heaven. So I don't know. Like, so like why punish, punish, punish. Uh, you punish yourself until you're forgiven. Like it's like, you know, it's that style of religion. Yeah. I was going to say that style of religion. Yeah. Anyway, how did we like it, guys? <laughs> I wasn't bored. No. It, it kept me. I literally, I took zero notes because I was so, I mean, like we said before, it was dialogue driven. It was dialogue driven. I didn't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Mm-hmm. There was so much going on that I knew if I, I was like, I, I guess I'm just gonna have to pause it, take a note, and then I just never, I just like couldn't stop watching it. I was like glued. I had a hard time following what was going on for the first half hour to an hour. Mm-hmm. I had to keep checking in with you guys to be like, okay, this means this, this mm-hmm. means that. And I don't know if it's just, I think a lot of older movies. They just jump right in. Yeah. There's not a lot of like, there's not too, too much backstory. I've noticed that. Like I was kind of lost too. I was like, wait a minute, who's who? It was very what's what. It was very exposition heavy early on, all in the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a lot of them telling us, okay, here's your backstory. You need to catch up. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was like laser focused because I was like, shh, if I look yeah. away, I'm in trouble. Yeah. And then, well, and it's funny because it was. I think I want to say it was when Rudolph arrived that that was when I was like, oh, okay, like I got, like I felt engaged at that point. Because up until then, it was like me. I felt like I was trying to keep up. I was trying to figure out yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Blah. There was and a then once Rudolph there, there, it was like, yeah, the pacing changed. Yep. And it was like, okay, you're caught up. We're going to play this out normally now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I felt that too. Having said that, mm-hmm. I did enjoy it because I think the acting was very good. Mm-hmm. It was... Spot on. It was. And it goes back to like the family dynamics. Like you, you felt like... They were a family. It mm-hmm. was very real. There was no, it wasn't a pretend conversation where we're going to spell everything out for you. Mm-hmm. You were just entered into this scene where this is life. This yeah, is what's we going just, on right now. This is what we're talking about. You got to pick up who's who and what's going on. We just moved into the neighborhood and this is, these are our new neighbors. Yes. And we're just here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, here we are. Eartha Kitt. I mean, oh God, she was phenomenal. Amazing. Really, really amazing. Good. I mean, amazing. she's gorgeous. I don't know what it is. Her eyes are just so striking and beautiful. And it's her, her bone voice, structure. I mean, too. and so unique. It and is unique. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I actually didn't, because re- I know her as a singer, I actually didn't realize, I mean, I knew she acted, but this was good acting. Like, yeah. she's a good actress. Are you saying? <laughs> The 1960s Batman isn't good acting? I will never say that again after watching Eartha Kitt in this. <laughs> that said, Sammy Davis Jr. also surprised me. He was He good. really went for it. And I, mean, I, I sorry, appreciated he's that. Adorable. He was, I didn't expect him to be that yeah, adorable. He's a he little, little... He's a little funny looking, but in a cute way. Right. In an endearing way. He uses it yeah. to his advantage. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm think, yeah. I think he might be 4'11". We should look that up. <laughs> But yeah, no, he was... He was Eartha Kitt's height. 
and she's yeah, a little she's lady. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But going back to Batman for a minute, we are two for four for Batman bad guys. Mm-hmm. We had Cesar Romero in Julia Misbehaves, mm-hmm. and now oh, yeah. we have Eartha Kitt, Catwoman. And we didn't even mean to. Who are the other two? Um, the Penguin and Riddler. <laughs> the actors, please. <laughs> The Penguin <laughs> and the Riddler. This is a documentary. Did you not know this? Um, Are I you? Names. We'll figure it out. She's just gonna like randomly be like, "Hey, maybe we should watch this movie." I yeah, think we should. Right? I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> all right, let's jump in, guys. <laughs> um, all right, top of the marquee. What was everyone's favorite part? Serena. Ooh. Anna slaps Danny in the bar. Right? Was that? Am I right there? Yeah. yeah. People, names, words. Uh, that was good. She just like. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. It's like not supposed to be my favorite part, but it's like no, she like put him in his place. Like there was all this men smacking women in the movie, and I'm just like, boom, she comes in. Like, was it better than her putting a cigarette out on the guy's neck in the first no, scene? No, that was. Better. Oh. That was amazing. Oh, is that what that was? I thought she bit him. No. No. Oh. And it was great because he's oh. trying to force herself on him, you know? And then you see her, like... Give in. Right. It is. And she kind of, like, looks at him, like, like changes. And she, it's, like, this sexy look. And then, like, seconds. And yeah. she, like, burns, burns him with him. the cigarette and, like... I forgot about that. Yeah, because he's like, now you're making me mad. Yeah. Okay. Was he the owner of the bar? No, he no, had a no. nightclub or something. Uh, yeah. Um, But I will allow the Danny slap. That was yeah. good. Because he... I forgot about that. I, I mean, know, I his only reason... Him. I mean, they were kind of pushing each other back and forth, and he was going to smack her back, but he doesn't. And granted, I don't... That's what but, I was going to say. He didn't smack her. Yeah, and I mean... Not saying We kind right. of decided that he's a, a good guy underneath. Yeah, he is, yeah. But the line, I think it was, um, I'm not going to the chair for beating up a woman or yeah, something. For, yeah, beating you to a pulp or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just... I know it's... Movie. I know I'm, I always pick these parts as, like, my favorite. It's just, like, something that stood out to me. Because no, you like was, the woman fighting back. Yeah, I just don't yeah. like, I, I hate this like oppression thing. Which, do we want to talk about? Yeah, I made a point during the podcast that we seem to be picking these movies, not intentionally, where the main character, like the woman, is very sassy. She mm. stands up for herself. She's mm-hmm. not that... Damsel in distress, kind of like I mean, submissive. Yeah, yeah. Remember this. She she I'm doesn't recording. smile. <laughs> she doesn't you know bend to the will. I, I don't know. Yeah, he did in the first scene. He said something like, "Oh, why don't you put a smile on?" Or something. It's like shut and up. She's so and she's I don't know. Sassy's just the word. And mm. like she's fierce. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. She I did, really I, is. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Do we just expect her? people back then not to be that so we're surprised when they are yes or for me um i think that i am subconsciously picking female-led movies okay fair enough <laughs> i also i want speaking of which i wanted to point out that yeah there was the wives she was the only female character the, the other ones were not to say they were just wives because that's not but i felt like she was like like even okay so on this list, it's literally like the main top people, and it's Anna, Danny, Frank, Rudolph, and Joe. Anna's the only mm. like leading female. That said, I do but feel like I picked. I we picked Katie out like immediately. She got on screen, and we were like, yeah. "Who is that?" Because yeah. you could tell that she was she she stood up for herself in in quiet ways. I yeah. really liked her character. 
I think they did with all of the women, actually. They captured this, I think, a, not, I think like a moment in time where you could see the women behind the scenes were the, actually the ones pushing the husbands because they knew mm-hmm. that they couldn't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. But they could manipulate the situation in a way to make the men do it. Yep. Because yeah. it was the mother, Teresa, who was like, you need to convince my husband to let my daughter back in this house. Yep. And she was the one. And you can see the two wives. They, you know, Joe, was it Joe that the, the father? No. Um, Frank. Frank. He would say something like mean about his wife and she'd like give her, not give it right back to him, but like, she'd be like, no, knock you it could, off. Yeah. You could and tell you could he tell, was afraid of her. Right. Yeah. And, and same with the other way around with the other wife and, and, um, Yep, Stanley was kind of a moron, yeah. and, and Katie was like, oh, I'm just going to lead you. Right, <laughs> you fine. know, so it was, <laughs> like, you yeah. could see that it was the women were driving it. Yeah. And I don't know if they did that on purpose, but they still, obviously, like you said, it was a it was a male cast, except yeah. for Hannah, but, I don't know. $4,000 was equal to $30,000, just a side $35,000. $35,000 is what they were um, going to be supposedly buying a wife for. Although, that wasn't even Rudolph's plan, it was his father's. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So your favorite part was oh God, her slapping Sammy. One of my Danny. favorite parts. Danny. One of my favorite parts. Do you have other favorite parts? I'll think about them. All right, Tracy. They might come back later. I have two. Okay. My, my you're good and you're great. My good is the upside down hat. Oh my, oh my God, God, that was such yeah. a funny so bit. So the mother comes downstairs with, because they're going to the church to get married and the mother is wearing her church hat. And she goes, oh, what was the girl's name? Stella. Stella, you make such great hats. And it is this hat, and there are baubles just hanging all, like, big. It looks outrageous. It does. And you're like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> and Stella is like, you have it on upside down. <laughs> and she's like, oh, who? Do- what does it matter? And she turns it around and puts it back on her head. And all of a sudden, it's this beautiful hat. Yeah. It, it was just it like, was, it was, it was it such was, a little moment. It didn't have to be in there. It no. was between two, it was a comedic bit between two women. Oh my gosh, was, is that yeah. the, um, does it pass the Bechdel? Yeah. Totally. It yeah, passed yeah, the Bechdel yeah. test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bechdel, I said Bechdel. Betsy. Does it pass the Betsy test? The Betsy test. Um, <laughs> so that was, I thought that was just a little thing. That was cute. I love that scene too. I forgot about that one. But my actual favorite of the movie was the background music. Mm. Oh yeah. It really, really drive the whole emotion yeah. of everything. Yep. Um, specifically what I would catch is every single time Sammy Davis Jr. Yep. was on screen, he had a theme song. You could pick it up. You knew he was coming because it was this little jazzy <laughs> tune. <laughs> That's Sammy Davis. That's Sammy Davis. I mean, Clearly, with he had like his own intro music. Did you hear it? It was the piano that he probably right, he probably played did, yeah. himself. See, he's got theme music every time he like goes anywhere. It's like. That I mean, obviously, Sammy. <laughs> the music. You're right. Every time. Yeah, it yeah. came on and it was his. And if I think if I had paid attention more, like the family also had a theme. When we went back to the family, they kind of had this wholesome like melody to it. Mm-hmm. So it had 
and every every scene had this very emotionally charged music behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And I the entire time, so so when I handed this out to everybody, you you assumed it was going to be a musical yeah. because the stars are the kid and Sammy Davis Jr. and we're like. It's not what a is, musical. What right. the hell is happening here? It did have that, I'm going to call it the the singing in the rain um, like chemistry moment. Ke- moment. Um, when he does the dance. Yeah, yes. yeah, we have that it little was that, moment. That, that moment, like it was, and it, it was well-timed because it was like them going down the rabbit hole. It they was. They were getting drunk and dancing and they didn't know, it was just this wild ride and he had this like dance scene. I think it was like in her I don't know. Partially in her head. Yeah. In the club. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that whole thing confused me. The whole, she got married and then she was gone for 10 days. Or well, she ran from her problems. Yeah. Well, her father ruined her life and her husband, so. No, I know. But, like, he stuck around and she was MIA. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, that why whole... he stuck around, to be honest. Yeah. Because he loved her. He was praying, hoping he that, say, he, that she was coming right, back. But he did say he was didn't, willing to take the risk. Wouldn't he find out that the father went down and tried to ruin his job? Well, yeah, but maybe he didn't care about that. He knew he wasn't well. He still <laughs> loved her, and he still wanted to be with her. That I get. You would think he would be pissed at the family. Oh, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't be staying with them. Yeah, but it wasn't the family. It was just Joe. And I think everyone acknowledged that Joe was like, whatever he's dealing with. Yeah. I just was shocked. I was like, wait, is she really at the bar right now? Like, not like at the bar. The, well, know, her father like, had convinced away. her that she, this was all she was good for. Right. Yeah. And then on his dying bed, spoiler alert, he dies. <laughs> He's like, my angel, my angel. I think it was like, a, I don't know, like remembering her as a little girl. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that the, I mean, if you're looking at this from a bird's eye view, the the romance is between her and her father. That's the that's the relationship that is the primary focus of this entire movie. Yeah. So, of course, you have to have that forgiveness at the end, but I think that that's why we didn't get the reunion between her and Rudolph because that wasn't, quote, the point of the movie. Yeah, the point but was, I still don't think that was forgiveness. He didn't say he, he was sorry. No. Or it was... Right. Forgiveness was... Well, you're right, you're right. It wasn't. He was in. Right. He was in his deathbed, like mm. stupor. Yeah, I don't think he realized what was she, there. Yeah, she she got that little ghost of a of of love of the love that she should have she, been getting the whole time. Right. Yeah, um, that's why she was crying because it was the love that she was never going to actually get. Right. But hopefully, she'll get that from Rudolph. Yeah, I liked Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph was sweet. Um, okay, so you're good and you're great. Try. That was it. That was it? Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Betsy, what's your favorite part? I'm just bringing it back around. (laughs) Got it. Because we got off course again. Okay. So. Betsy, what was your favorite part? Thank you, Serena. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My favorite part was the price tags. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Uh, see them. Because. I was so focused on Explain. Raised by an antiques dealer, I can tell you for a fact that you will find price tags on at least 50% of the things in your house. Mm -hmm. Because at any given moment, they're going to be sold. And that was what was happening. I didn't notice it until they sat down for dinner. I want to say it was like the second or third time we see them sit down for, for dinner. And there was a price tag on the chairs. And I'm like, yep, that's that's right. <laughs> that's correct. Because Frank so is an antique So that's why everything sealer. was on the front lawn when they came back. Right. He's Well, he's an antique sealer. That's his, that's his home. That's his, like, 
his home and his business. Yeah. So like even like the couch and the lamp, they all had price tags on yeah. them. I so they put everything that. on the front lawn during the day and right. bring it all in at night. Like- <laughs> I didn't get that when he was bringing in that statue. I'm like, what is he? And then I got yeah. it. I've just um, now got it. And then you equated that to um, Gilmore Girls. Yes. Lane's mother did yep. the same thing. Yep. It's just, it's very, I appreciated that. That little detail. Yeah. It didn't have to be there, but it was. Anyway. All right. Guys. 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 We're going to be famous. Um, if we, if everyone was a character in the film, who would we be? Serena Go. Serena Go. Okay. <laughs> she, she, she does her own intro. I'm okay with it. Um, Tracy. You're, you're Anna. Really? Yeah. And, and the reason is, I just got I finally got a main, main star <laughs> billing um, here. No, I did this because out of everyone that I wrote down, every character, you, I don't know what it is, but it's the sassiness. And then you brought it up. She, if you go back to the first few minutes that she brought, mm-hmm. brings it up, these sassy characters. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I picked the right person for Tracy <laughs> when she went on about that. The sass, and in a good way. Oh, yeah. Strong I, female yeah. sass. I would burn Tracy, a guy with cigarette. Tracy's here. Yeah. Tracy's here. <laughs> good job. Here. Yep. Love it. So. I picked for Tracy mm-hmm. Noah. Really? <laughs> because. And just sit back and watch the drum unfold. Let me, let me write. Yeah. yeah. Let me read this. Yeah, you all are that. a bunch of morons. Let me tell you how to properly live your life. <laughs> And I yes, quote. I approve. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so she's Noah with a sass. Yeah. Yep. Noah had sass. Noah. You cannot like, tell me otherwise. <laughs> and he's like, get out of my bar. <laughs> I, are we doing me? Yeah. Okay. You do you. I picked Ma Teresa for myself. Mother Teresa. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. really? I, because I, granted, I wish I, and hope don't, I don't marry a Joe, but I think <laughs> I would be behind the scenes pushing everybody. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. even during the proposal, <laughs> she's like, no, you, yeah. you're going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> and she like would, went, made Joe go and get, um, get, bring her home. Yeah. And like, it was her family. Yeah. Like they stayed, I mean, the girls and the son-in-law and the, the daughter-in-law loved her. Yeah. Like helped her out, do everything. They were there. For her. Yeah. I actually put Teresa for myself for mostly the same reasons, but mostly, well, some of the same reasons, but mostly it was just her being like, I just want everyone to be one big happy family. (laughs) That's what, like, that was Teresa in my brain. And she had the funny one-liners. What was the, what was the quote I liked from her? Let me set this up the scene because this is why I also liked her is they were looking for the um, topper to the wedding cake. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's in a, Box under the bed in the stairs. The bride and groom. Right. They're under the they're under the bed. Right, and it was just like that's. I mean, I came to you today and was like, "Where's that box with that?" Anyway, the quote was, "Because um, the guy after she was looking for it was like, how do you like why 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 does Katie understand what that, that when that you're means. looking for the bride and groom under the bed, you under she understood that right? So she goes." Women just play dumb. Men are born that way. That's such yep. a great line. Yeah. Such a great line. Yeah. Love me some Teresa. sums up this, this kind of theme of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Can I go for mm-hmm. Betsy? Mm-hmm. Betsy, you are Lester. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. totally okay with you that. You are Lester, <laughs> and I have in parentheses, good person. Oh. She's the good one. 
She's like, I'm actually I not a good person. didn't put Lester for her, but I will add to your reasons why is because he's the best friend to, to Danny. Mm-hmm. And after she leaves with her, uh, her dad, he's like, what just happened? And he, he like explain. he's like this, like, let me walk you through what right, just happened. He, I forget <laughs> what the line is, but he's like, She's trying to like yeah. egg you on or something, something, whatever she, she doesn't says. want to sleep with you. She wants to marry you. Right. And, yeah. And so yeah. he, he, he had just met her, her five minutes before and he could read the entire situation mm-hmm. and explain it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he said, uh, you know, you, you, you foiled my plans for the night. You foiled our night. And yeah. he was like, well, she was going to give you her whole life. She right. was ready to give mm-hmm. you her whole yes. life. And yeah. And so. so Lester could see that she was a quality human being. Right. I would like to add, I, I totally agree with that, to the point where I remember, when Lester came in, I was like, oh, is she going to end up with him? Because I zoned right in on him. Yeah, I was like, was, no, him. He's a, he, she wants him. He was tall, handsome, he stoic. He was. He was very good looking. Yeah. He was like, and he was, you know, that kind yeah. hearted, yeah. you know. He was adorable. But no, he was just a one scene character. Yeah. <laughs> I had I'm for underrated. you, are we doing, we're doing yeah. Betsy, right? Um, I had Katie for you. Wow. Okay. You you married the the sweet brother. He was a little derpy, but but (laughs) but he was he was the good one. Yeah. And you had you were like this under Ma. You were like you were actually the one getting it done. Like she was had all the dreams, but you were like, all right, no, I'm gonna be back in the kitchen. (laughs) Um, I actually had Katie for Serena. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had Katie for myself. Did you? I had Katie for myself. I get um, I got Katie. For, well, okay. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. You go first. Um, I don't know if I actually had like a, a, like a really solid reason more than just like, you kind of you. It was it was almost like what you said about um, Lester. You kind of just like read the family. You understand everyone's kind of thought patterns, and you're just like, and Katie is just like okay. This is what's actually happening. This is what we're gonna actually do. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just yeah, down like a good a good head on her shoulders. Other than the the mother, she was the only one that was like, we need to give her a second chance. We need to give her the benefit of the doubt and bring her back here. And and she, yeah, she defended Anna before yeah. before we even saw Anna. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I appreciate those reasons. I have a much um, more shallow reason. <laughs> Was she gorgeous? Oh, well, that one, too. Yeah, she was, she was. super, she, super think, pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had, because she said something about going back to the kitchen, and that's where I like to spend most of my time, and not for cooking, for eating. <laughs> so that's kind of why I was just like, you know what, Katie, boom. Uh, who did you have for Serena? I had Anna. Woo! Wow. Because you're the one that is always like, I like the sassy girl. Yep. yep. Always, Me every Tracy single time. Have this weird, like, mm. we have, we... We read each other's sass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, sass read sass. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Wait a minute. You stole my... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> How is here. <laughs> oh, somebody's here. Somebody's been here all day. Were you here? I was here. I was she way was, here before you. She was here, but I don't remember why. I don't know why. <laughs> but I was definitely here. Tracy entered the building, but I'm not quite sure how, when, or why. It was in the beginning. <laughs> um, how has this movie influenced or been influenced by other movies? This is the one I had zero for, so you go ahead and skip me for this. You guys go ahead. 
I had Tracy more <laughs> of like a reminiscent because I don't think I could think of anything that it influenced or was influenced by other than it was based on an earlier movie and a play. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Um, it was it was kind of just more like, oh, this reminds me of this thing. Right. Um, yeah. Bits and so pieces. So I got a Meet Me in St. Louis vibe. Oh, I forgot about so, that movie. Bets, have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. So it was, it was the family, it's, it was a family dynamic. So it was, it was told in four seasons, like just four clips of their lives in the different, in throughout the year. And this was very family centric. And so was Meet Me in St. Louis. And the main push in Meet Me in St. Louis was to get his daughters married. Mm -hmm. And he, oh my God, that's right. And the father in it. He was more kind-hearted, but he was definitely, like, he was the head of the household, and when he was going to move, they were going to move, and mm-hmm. everybody was going to listen to what he was, you know, so he wasn't quite as crazy as this man was um, with his daughter, but it, it kind of gave that family vibe of marriage is important, mm-hmm. how are we going to take care of this family, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So 1944. Yeah, it was earlier. Mm-hmm. Um to that point, I actually, there was another movie that made me think of it, too, um, Bringing Up Baby, which was 30s, or so it was earlier. But it was the same thing where it was like, which guy is she going to pick? Like, you know, that was the that was the question. Um, and the reason why I thought of it was because in this movie, for whatever reason, in Ana La Costa, I couldn't, I couldn't follow the storyline enough to predict the storyline. Yes. It wasn't a known story structure yep. in my opinion. So whenever, whenever a new guy was introduced, I was like, who, it, who in God's name is she supposed to end up with? Like right. I, I couldn't figure it out. Yep. Um, so, um, and I think bringing up baby, if I recall correctly, I had the same issue with that movie too, where mm-hmm. we, well, and the whole point was that she was, she had three different guys that she, that she was um, picking between. And, but, I, but, yeah, like you can't predict it. You can't figure it out. So you just kind of have to wait till the end. Uh, so both those movies, I, I felt like that did that. Um, I have oh, another yeah. one that I thought of, and it wasn't until we started talking about it where you said that the main focus of this film was the relationship between the father and daughter. And it actually made me think of Saving Mr. Banks for the sole purpose oh. of the author of Mary Poppins says you think this movie is about Mary Poppins? No, it's about, or the, or the, or the children. No, it's about Mr. Banks. And we're trying to like, yeah, break, which you think she's there to save the children. Right. And it's not, it's there to save Mr. Banks, Mm. which you almost wish in this movie that there was someone to kind of turn Joe around to have that moment. And like you the death scene kind of was there, but I still think he was in this delusional. Yeah, you're right. Not quite in his right mind thing, but so that, it made me think of just the relationships of it's not who you think it actually is about it. So it was about mm-hmm. the father daughter relationship compared to her finding a true love. Yeah. Yep. But in, well, I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out like the moral of this movie. Yeah. Like he yeah. died, they just like killed off the problem. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How does this film hold up? The film kind of held up, but like we were talking about the family dynamics are still definitely there. And yeah, we were laughing. Oh yeah. There was a lot of funny. (laughs) I feel like other than the whole 
a woman needs to get married, which in the time, if you wanted to, you know, live, then... Yeah. Anyway, there wasn't really... You didn't really know when it was set. Right. They were kind of nondescript. You could tell by the cars. Um, that's about it. Yeah. The, I mean, the fashion was great. I didn't the think it was, was great. It wasn't oh my God. too her period, date, I Her think. date outfit. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and her the wedding hat. dress. Yeah. Oh, wedding. my God. Yeah. Even her bar dress. Yeah. Mm, it had that, like, great silhouette. Yeah. yeah. Outfits held up. Outfits held up. The zealotry of Joe, I think, would be a difficult thing to find nowadays, but... Again, it was understandable. Greedy? The what? Oh, oh, like the... The zealotry, the yeah, religious, the, the religious yeah, level. I was going to say, tell me, um, me. You would just transition that into, like, just shame or something mm, like yeah, that. Or, yeah. you know... Yeah, it still fit. It didn't, yeah. like, it still held up. All right. Boom, we fixed it. Guys, I mean... We fixed it. We didn't see the Rudolph and Anna reunion. Yeah, what the hell? Um, I don't know. I'm ready. I... Oh, 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 you mean we didn't actually see it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you said you didn't see it coming. No, okay, no, okay. no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, we saw was, his, you're right. We saw his face kid, like, he kid was on so Christmas. He was so excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. He realized the precious. guy was driving away, yeah. and he was like, my bride, she's yeah. upstairs. Yeah. yeah. I like Danny when he was, he was going to take off. After he saw Anna, like, crying and needs to be home or whatever, he was going to leave. But you see him in the car, and then he smiles like he's okay with this and it's because he drives off and you pan and you see the whole family with Rudolph mm, yeah so he knows that he oh, hasn't left yeah. things are gonna be okay Anna and will be okay and he's okay with that that's right I forgot about that I like that I should put that in my one of my favorite scenes is that he smiled and was like and I'm like well why is he acting smug and then they pan out and show the whole family yeah. with the Rudolph right there on the edge yeah I like that. I think the only, I mean, we assume he was running in. I mean, yeah. we can assume that they had a nice little reunion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only way to have fixed it is in, is to have the apology, to have that conversation, um, mm-hmm. even on his deathbed, and not, not a delusional whatever, but to really be like, um, I see you, um, I want you to be happy, Mary Rudolph, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Know. Joe needed to um, have a change himself. of heart. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and Anna had to get that love that she's been wanting yeah. this whole time. I agree. I absolutely agree with you. But if uh, that may not have been the 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 moral that the writer wanted to give, maybe yeah. you know, maybe no, you're, you're not always going to get that forgiveness. Right. You're not always going to get that because you don't that, res- that's that not, resolution. Yeah. Note roundup. What do people got? We've already touched on it, but I put relatable uh, family family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, I'm very proud of myself because like, it was like three quarters of the way through the movie that I was like, Stella looks familiar and she's the grandmother from Family Matters. <laughs> I was so proud of that. I loved Family Matters growing up. Anyway. And who did you say? Oh yeah. Um, um Eartha Kitt looks like. Tatiana yeah. Ali. Yeah. She does. I'm yeah. not the only, the internet agrees. I checked. Did you? The yes. internet has spoken. Has spoken. I have two notes that I wrote down. They were quotes that I had, and they were like two seconds apart from each other. I mean, is it even a podcast episode if you don't have at least That's two true. quotes? I mean, there was one. There do you actually, remember there was a like, a, yeah. There's been a couple. <laughs> it's rare. I know. Um, it was the proposal scene where Rudolph is proposing to Anna, 
And her mother has obviously been lurking in the corners listening to this whole thing. And she, at first, Anna refuses because she's like, no, this is crazy. We've known each other for 10 days and, you know, no, I, I'm not, this is not going to work. And her mother says something like, didn't last night in bed you tell me that you wanted to marry a nice guy or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And Anna says to her mother, people say funny things in bed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, like, I think that's true. You Mm -hmm. have those, like, sweet nothings and you just, you have these, like, strange thoughts about the world and You're a little less filtered. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't know why that resonated with me. Because people do say funny things in Mm -hmm. bed. You know, you're just, it was quickly, I think it was followed up. I forget which one happened first, but I think. The, you're in the right order. Okay. Um, and so she's saying again, you know, we've only known each other for 10 days. This can't be real. And Rudolph says to her, it don't take 10 days to fall in love. It takes 10 seconds. True. So it's that like, it doesn't matter if, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yep. Um, love at first sight. You're a romantic. I am. All right. Serena, any notes? No, you guys covered it all. You guys did a great job today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Martini Shot. Would you recommend this movie, Serena? I would say, yeah. It's a great movie. I stayed um, engaged the entire time. Uh, Entertaining. Mm -hmm. Great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Great acting. I say yes as well, Mm -hmm. because Eartha Kitt's performance is just phenomenal. Yeah, she really is good. I I don't know. I think I'm going to say yes with some caveats, because... The, I I agree. The acting was great. I loved her. I loved Sammy Davis Jr. I even liked Rudolph and the family dy- like family dynamics. How many times have we said it? But the story, I I when, mean, I guess they did have a happy ending, but I don't know if I liked the storyline. It was kind of convoluted. You couldn't yeah, really get a, a grasp on it. Yeah, yeah, I had I had issues with the with the plot. Um, so I did enjoy it. She is amazing. Yeah. amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna like go look up her film yeah i feel like and, and to a point where if i watch more of her films i might recommend another one over this fair mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah as soon as she stepped on the scene i was like oh who is this who is this eartha's here eartha <laughs> is in the house all right so i think that's about it for this episode Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting what our next movie will be on Twitter tomorrow. So head on over there and hit that follow button. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. To find more great episodes, head on over to our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com. So until next time, we're millennials. And we'll see you at the movie house. And we'll see you at the movie house. Santa Bay.